<laughs> hold on, hold on. Before before we end it, can you rap, man? Make a rap, man. Something about a white guy. Can you rap? Can I rap? Yeah, can you rap? Can white guys rap? Can white guys rap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want me to rap? And yeah. I mean, yeah. I, do, do you do, do, do your little your, your little rap with it, man? Let me see here if I can come up with something here. Uh, uh, I'm not a thief. I don't. Gotham Investigations. Today we are reviewing a case of an individual wrongfully accused of armed robbery in the Deval County, Jacksonville area, who has started a new career as a rapper and hired Gotham Investigations through the state to represent him as an investigator. Mr. Kilby, this doesn't look good for you. We have proof that your phone was used and called each one of these victims prior to the commission of these crimes. Man, that's Obama phone. Everybody used that phone. My auntie used it, my mom used it, my cousin used it, even my fucking neighbor used it. So what? Now, I want you to take a good look and let me know if you can identify or if you have familiarity with these victims. I don't know these females, man. Take a good look. No, nah, no, nah, you can get it right back. I'm straight. I'm gonna be honest with you. We have visual proof of your phone. You made three calls on three separate occasions prior to the robbery of these three victims. Mr. Kilby, are you familiar with the site, the back page? Yeah, that's the website why we're being hosed with, we're being my zones. Okay, so you're admitting that you're using the back page and these three different individuals were on the back page. So your familiarity with these individuals that you said you don't know Right now, I think that you're, what you're saying is that you do know these people and you are connected with this crime. What man, I told you I banged holes. I banged a lot of holes. I banged so many holes, I might have banged your own mama. Don't even know about it. Okay, that's it. Deputy, come over here, handcuff this asshole, get him out of here. What you mean handcuffing? I do nothing wrong. What that mean? The Sixth Amendment allows you to represent yourself. And the reason a lot of our clients in the DeVell County, Jacksonville area represent themselves is not only are they wrongfully accused, but the public defender's office is in bed with the judges, they're in bed with the state attorney's office, and they try to get these individuals to take a plea. He doesn't want to go by his real name, but he wants to go by his rapper name, CPAC. Nah, nah, my name is Z Fresh. Z Fresh. Yeah. Well, if you would use ZPAC, you might have a little bit more followers. Uh, even uh, even with COVID, you would have a lot more <laughs> no, followers. Nah, so if you want to nah. change your name, you have Gotham permissions and say when you're a world-famous rapper, Gotham gave you the name of ZPAC. <laughs> no, I'm going to still keep Z Fresh. ZPAC, what I'm going to keep Z Fresh. You're going to keep Z Fresh. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking about an area that's uh, very prejudiced out there against the Afro-American uh, population. There's even been articles printed on it and stuff but you also mentioned you you grew up in northern florida yeah. and you moved to deval but uh we we had talked previously before the interview about the cancel culture that's out there and how they're addressing the wrong things and you kind of address the how different things of yeah. that you would like to change uh one of the things and it's kind of growing when you were growing up how you immediately said well this is you know, kind of attack against the Afro-American community. And what is the one thing that you want to change? I want to change the White House. And you want to change the White House uh, to what? To the Black House. Make it to the Black House. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to change the White House to the Black House. Well, that that does make sense. So 
cancel culture today is going after the wrong things. I, I see it as well. I do see there's a need for it, but I don't see a need for taking down statues, uh, taking, uh, you know, Aunt Jemima off of uh, pancake syrups that, uh, that I like. It doesn't make sense. But growing up, I can see how they instill this in children. Yeah. How you mentioned the White House. You have the most prominent house in the nation, uh, in the world, and they're calling it the White House. You know, why not paint the Delgon thing beige, for God's sake, or, or, or keep it neutral? But, but growing up, they kind of instill this in children. You know, what happens in school when they're doing, kids are doing a project from very early on, first, second grade, they make a mistake, what do they use? What do they have to use to correct their mistake? Uh, Z Fresh. Who's that again? What do they use to correct their mistake in school? And they teach you at a young age. When you make a mistake, you did something wrong. What are you using to correct it? You got to do it all over again. Use it with an eraser. Z Fresh. We're talking about cancel culture here. You use white out. White out. Not black out. You use white out. <laughs> yes. You use white out to correct your paper in school. I mean, that's where cancel culture needs to start. Little things like that. What do you wear to a wedding, Kilby? A uh, happy wedding. A white, a white marriage suit. You wear white. Why? Because you're getting... stealing in kids. They go to a wedding. They're happy. They're dancing. They're having a great time. They see everybody having fun. And what do you wear to a funeral, Kilby? You wear uh, a black suit. And you wear a black suit. What are you instilling in your children? Misery. What do they associate it with? Well, I got to wear black. I got to wear black. That's where cancel culture needs to start. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. And, and we can go across the U.S. with that. I mean, what happens when, when you're growing up in, in South Florida here? You're afraid of hurricanes. Hurricanes are coming. But it's not the hurricane that you're afraid of. If you're growing up north, uh, the blizzard comes in. The blizzard comes in, and the blizzard is snow. The blizzard is white. But that's not what you're teaching your kids to be afraid of. They see mommy and daddy in the store. They're getting grocery carts. They're getting canned foods. They're getting everything. It's not because the snow is coming. They're not teaching them to be afraid of the blizzard. What's coming, Kilby? It's Kilby? The, the hot sun. The blackout. You got to get your canned foods ready. It's not because of the white snowstorm. It's because the blackout comes after that. And you're going to be in misery. So we need cancel culture. We need cancel culture for kids that are growing up and make everything equal. Don't start putting white against black. No, it don't make sense at all. That doesn't make sense at all. And it's growing up that we need to cancel call. We need to change things at a young age. Start viewing things on an equal level. Start viewing things on a happy level. So in your particular case, and I know we, we're not going to mention your last name, and I did mention your first name because you're very proud of it because yeah. you do come from a, a very proud family, yeah. and they gave you your name of, of Kilby, so... That's something to be proud of, and it's uh, Z Fresh is your is, is your stage name. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So let's talk about this case. Police, Jacksonville Sheriff's Office comes knocking on your door. Yeah. And what do they tell you? They tell me that um, they had caught me. No, I was involved in the on robbery, and they got the wrong person. And uh, they said something about that. I was tricking like on a back page. And I don't know they, they got the right person Because I was using this Obama phone And not just me using it It was multiple people using the Obama phone 
So now I'm trying to see I can hire a person to get me out of the situation. So I called Jeff. So just just so our, our viewers and listeners know, uh, if an individual is arrested, they do not have enough money to pay, represent themselves. They're allowed to get um, the public defender's office. In this particular case, the public defender's office wanted to take a plea from you. And you were like, why am I going to take a plea if I did not do this? And they put you in jail. They put you in a photo lineup. These individuals picked you out of a photo lineup. And now you're sitting behind bars for close to four years. Have you ever been arrested before that? I, 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 I mean, ask you. I, I never been arrested. First time. And you're wondering what the hell is going on here. It's like it was just very sad. Like nobody on quarantine. Like I was hungry. My people was riding me, and I was just going a tough time. And no communication going on. I had to sit there for no reason, and I was innocent. So they asked you, the police came, and innocently they said, no, uh, we're doing an investigation, uh, and I got this from the 301 reports and everything. And they asked you, have, have you ever used the back page? And you innocently told them, yes, I, I have used the back page. And then it was all downhill from there. And why have you used the back page? I mean, don't get me wrong. I used to pay so I could bang hoes. That's it. But... I don't know what happened, but everything had escalated. And so they, they're trying to accuse me of something what I didn't do. So they come in. Um, they ask you a question. Did they interview, like, your brothers, your, your cousins? Uh, uh, understand that this, when, when we say Obama phone, it was just a, uh, a phone that was paid for by the government. It was in a house that you have a lot of people staying there. You had, like, six or seven people staying there. Yeah. Uh, your, your family was very nice, and to the, the housing individuals, well, they get jobs and they do things. But everybody was using this doggone phone. It could have even been not even a family member. It could have been a friend yeah. coming in and used the phone. And they're getting the numbers, and they're trying to blame you because the phone was, was kind of, like, assigned to you. It was your phone, but it was a phone that was being used by everybody in the house. Yes, that's something like I don't understand. Like, how can you accuse me of doing this? And it's multiple people using the Obama phone. So you're going to accuse me and not try to figure out what's going on next? So they gave me more pressure than out of anybody. So I'm just trying to see how can I get out of the situation. If I got to play, take player deal to get me out, whatever, I'm going to take player deal. And I'm going to need somebody to represent me so I can get out of the situation because i never been in trouble before. It's my first time getting inside of trouble. So, yes. And it's so difficult. Uh, we have about four other clients uh, that are in jail. One of them, another one just recently got out to, to represent uh, themselves. Because number one, they, they, they treat you differently. You write your own motions. They, they give you time in, um, in, in the legal library. You write your motions. Sometimes you, you even have to pay through commissary that your family gives for other inmates to help you do a motion and, and write things up. Uh, myself, as an investigator, I have to be very careful because on the phone, and I've sent letters to the, the captain, um, which would be considered the warden of the detention center, saying that I need my phone calls with you private. Yeah. And they said no. Uh, I says, well, the Sixth Amendment allows uh, my client to represent himself Therefore, he is his own legal counsel, and his legal team should have privacy in conversations. They denied it. I have 
you know, everything on emails. They denied it and said, well, they know what they're going up against when they decide to represent themselves. Kind of like a FU type of thing. Your phone calls are going to be recorded. So I have to be very careful because I know you kind of say, well, what do I do? Do I take a plea? Do I move forward? And the moment I try to give you any legal advice, they're going to throw me out of the, um, the justice system and, and, and the state, and they're not going to allow me to do cases. There was, from what I understand by a lot of clients, a female out there that was doing that and helping out everybody, and she was helping them write motions, but she was an investigator. Yeah. And they threw her out right away when they got the phone calls. So even preparing the depositions for this case, we kind of had a code on a deposition with the state attorney's office with one of the uh, victims, and it was when, when I wanted you to go to a back room, I would kind of go like this to my hair, yeah. and you would tell them, okay, I want to go to the back room, because I wasn't able to talk on the deposition because I wasn't an attorney, and then I would say, ask this, ask that. But we had a pre-prepared you know, questions prior to that, and I probably won't be able to do this that long. We'll have to have a different code when I lose my hair if ever they, you, know, you get wrongfully uh, accused again on yeah. something like that yeah but um, but that was something you know with with the, the state so explain to us behind bars were you were you in a lot of fights uh, uh did you have a lot of threats back I don't there know. is like, that where you actually started r writing this rap music yeah i don't know it's like when i was like a lot of behind bars you know i stayed to myself and i ain't try to play the tough guy it's just like people always want to try me for no reason though so it's like It'll be times that I mind my business, like to do my little routes, you feel me, focus on me, try to like kill my depression and put my emotions in my route songs, you know? And that that will kept me going every day and kept me striving every day too as well. And and a few every now and then, like I get like a few altercations because people they hungry, they hating, or they just jealous for for, for no reason, whatever, you know. A lot of hate going on. So what keep me going is praying to God, making sure I, I stay positive. And keep the negative feedback from Rami. That's what keep me going. But being behind bars, it's not good at all. I mean, I'd rather be home working instead of being behind bars. Like, it don't make sense at all. So, And did you do any programs there? Mm. Oh, no, I didn't do no programs. They didn't offer you any any programs? Uh. Um, it's, nah, it's like they offered me a program, but... I didn't want to take it Like I was more focused on Like on my time Write my music And like getting everything Like lined up And organized As soon when I get out And they let me free So one of the things We did on the investigative side Is when we prepare Like the questions For the deposition I have to constantly Tell you on the phone I'm preparing these questions at, That I would ask These accusers As A private investigator Yeah So I'm not preparing them uh, as an attorney, I'm not preparing them anything. I'm preparing them as questions that I would ask as a private investigator. Right. So with these alleged four victims, three of them were nowhere to be found. Uh, they kept you behind bars all this time. And these individuals, uh, we're talking about basically prostitutes uh, that were listed on the back page that they seek these victims. Just so everyone knows, the FBI shut down this website in 2018 uh, i think it was 2018 yeah they they shut it down because it was basically uh i think it was started by the new times but it then it started escalating into prostitution and, and escorts so they seeked the state seeked victims it's not like these victims came forward on there because they wanted to start going after people left and right and in this case they were just uh, uh uh, attacking the wrong individuals here. Now, the one individual alleged victim 
that I was able to contact, that was actually to our benefit because she was not a citizen. Mm-hmm. And she said the state was making her testify and they were going to help her get her citizenship. And you were like, man, uh, this is a girl. I'd never even seen this girl. Explain a little bit about that, how it's like when you're able to face your your accuser on, 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 a, on a deposition uh, that you, you haven't even seen this girl before. I mean, what's going on here? This is, this is nuts. Like, I don't know. She, I don't she, know. Later, she became our best person. Like, I don't know. Like, they was trying to get me, like, to give out information and something I didn't know of. Like, I never even seen this girl before. So how can I give you information I never seen her? And I don't know her name at all. Like, this so much trying to accuse son. I don't know none at all. So eventually, even afterwards, she did admit to me that uh, she she doesn't want to put somebody behind bars that she was not a hundred percent sure uh, it, it it was you. And this is the only victim that we were able to track down and and contact. So uh, when I, when I gave you that news. Uh, you had to present that in front of the judge, but also during this time, I was in constant contact with the state attorney's office, and I was kind of filling in, in on, on the case. Well, if this goes to trial, um, when, when uh, Z, Z Fresh calls me up there as the private investigator and asks me what my findings are, I'm going to say that I spoke to one of the victims, and she was not 100% sure that this was the individual. When I told you that, you tell us the, the size of relief that you felt. Man, like, when he told me that, like, I felt so much relief. It's like, I felt like, like all the bad spirits, like, just left my body. Just, I know that was God with me the whole time because I know I'm innocent. And I ain't had no business with my face on the line messing up my image for no reason. I ain't do nothing at all. So I just felt so good. I just felt grateful to, to take the chance that I'm, I'm able to walk free and do what I got to do and pursue my rat career. Well, you assumed at the time that you were going to be able to walk f- free. We still had some steps and stuff that we, we had to take. But you were probably looking at, because you had no uh, uh, prior convictions, you are still looking at about 30 years in, in, in prison if you were found guilty with uh, you know, armed robbery with, with a gun, even though there was no weapon that was ever found. Uh, the things that I pointed out to the state attorney's office was they never even served a search warrant at your house to look for a weapon. They did have your phone that was confiscated. They did have the records because it was a government phone as well, showing that the back page was called to these four alleged victims at at the time. But they never even served a search warrant to look for any gun or any weapon. Yeah, that's fucked up. That was like one of the things I immediately identified and said this is screwed up. Not to mention in a couple of personnel files for these officers, they were also accused of wrongful arrests that they, they, they made in the past. And in this particular case, they didn't have any body cam footage that was available, so we couldn't challenge uh, their, their interview with, with, with you. Yeah. So we, we had a couple challenges from the beginning, but at the end of the day, when we went to the state attorney's office and we said, you know, look, the only victim that we were able to find out of the four is not 100% sure. She says the state is pressuring her. And like we always do in these situations, 
we're going to hold a press conference and we're going to say not only how prejudiced this police department is against the Afro-American population, because we have other clients there as well, how the state attorney's office is wrongfully convicting individuals. So they saw the light and you get, you, you, you get the call. They come to, to your cell and say that the state decided to drop the charges and you're going to be released. How did you, how did you, what, what emotions went through you? And uh, uh, I guess also you could thank finding your inner self because if this would have never happened, you might have not have been in touch with your inner soul and be able to rap, write these rap songs so effectively and stuff like you, like you have if you didn't have that solitary time with yourself. Yes. How do you feel about that? I mean, I felt very great. It's like, now I can step outside and I can tell folks that this is not the life you want to live or being inside to. So I just felt good for like I have a testimony I can tell everybody that if you know you're innocent, just stay strong, just just keep God first. Whatever you can get get out of, He'll get you out of it. You got you got just stay focused, just stay prayed up, and just if you know you're innocent, just stay innocent. Why play guilty if you're not guilty? That's probably one of the. Uh the best advice you can give anyone out there is do not fall prey to a false conviction. If you believe in yourself and you're wrongfully accused, even if you're wrongfully convicted, it's your soul that you have to live with. So see fresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you uh, give us a little uh, uh, demo of uh, you know one of your... Uh, Prize possession rap songs that uh, you think is going to be your big hit? Yeah, I'll give you like a probably like a little demo of it. Yeah. Besides, I go to. I had to change my lifestyle. I had to start back trapping. Had to leave my family alone. I had to get back in rapping. When they shot main man, I can't be lacking. Why you worrying about me? I'm trying to see what's smacking. Yes. It's coming soon. That is pretty awesome. Well, I want to thank you. Um, Z Fresh for uh, hold on, hold on. Before before we end it, can you rap, man? Make a rap, man. Something about a white guy. Can you rap? Can I rap? Yeah, can you rap? Can white guys rap? Can white guys rap? <laughs> yeah, you want me to rap? And yeah. I mean, yeah, I, do, do, you, do, do your little your, your little rhythm and rap with it, man. You mean that? But how do you do it? I mean, how you do it? I mean, just flow with it. Just be a rhythm. Yeah. And be what do you want me to rap? I mean, I got some glasses here. I can put on. Uh, like, rap how, groove I mean, rap, rap, rap cool. How, how a white guy look when he rap? How a white guy look when he rap? I mean, uh-huh. white guy. Okay. Let me see here if I can come up with something here. Uh-huh. I'm not a thief. I don't have gold teeth. I don't do Fruit Loops with Tuscan Sam. Ooh, okay. I eat Special K and Raisin Bran. Ah, uh, okay. I don't drink Paps and I don't shoot craps. Ah, uh, okay. I hey. drive a Benz and it don't have rims. Uh, How's that? And they say white guys can't rap. Ah. Uh, Woo. <laughs> Gotham <Yes>. Investigations. <laughs> Are you a fan of our show? Do you like our show? Then comment. Hit the like button and subscribe, or you might be the next one we investigate.